summer is on its way. Yes. Oh, it is time to maybe slow down a little. The kids are out of school, which means schedules are a little less routine. And hopefully maybe there's a family trip or two, which is great. Travel is amazing. But travel can also be a minefield when you're trying to lose weight. So today we are getting tactical. We are talking all about travel. Travel does not have to be a disaster, nor does it need to set you back and undo all the progress you've made, but it does take a little bit of intentional thought. So let's grab travel by the horns and make it work for you rather than against you. Ready to dive in? Let's go. Do you ever feel like you know all the diet rules about eat this, but not that, and so you know what to do, but you just have a hard time actually doing it? I'm here to tell you, you are not the problem. Hi, I'm Lizzie. Welcome to the Confident Body Podcast, where we talk about all the mental and emotional parts of weight loss that diets don't tell you. It's time to step past the shame and the guilt from old diets and stop feeling like you're waiting to lose weight in order to fully participate in life. If you're ready to drop the diet mindset and learn what it takes to truly feel happy and confident in your own skin, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello and welcome back. Today we're talking about travel because the summertime's coming up and at least particularly here in the Northern Hemisphere, that's often a time to take some family trips and so forth. And so today we're getting kind of a little bit out of our heads and more into the kind of tactical you know, approach of what do I do when I have a trip coming up? Because I can be great and on my routines when the kids are in school or when I've got, you know, my normal regular schedule, but travel throws everything out the window because, um, you know, there's kind of unusual schedules. There's different places. There's different kinds of food, not to mention that, but like not all kinds of travel are the same. For example, I was talking to a client who recently went to New York. And so that's a big city. It's a destination. There's different kinds of food there. There's special restaurants. There's like special experiences you want to have around food. Um, she lived there. And so there were some of her favorite places that she wanted to revisit. And so that trip was kind of about the place, but also partly about the food and the special memories. Um, so that's kind of, that's one kind of travel. There's, there's other kinds of travel. Like for example, um, my family and I are taking a trip to see some national parks here pretty soon. And I'm super excited about that. It's my husband and my 20th wedding anniversary. Crazy. When did that happen? Um, super excited. So we're taking the kids, going to see some national parks because it's a very adventure type of thing. That's our, our style. But that kind of trip is not really about the food because we're going to be um, in the car some. We're going to be kind of on the road. And so there, the road trip kind of travel is another type of a trip that you can plan for, which is different than going to a city or a destination where like the food is part of the experience. And then there's a third kind of trip. Uh, we tend to take this trip around the 4th of July, which is to go visit family and to stay in someone's house. And that's on a whole nother thing altogether because you don't necessarily have control over the kind of food that's being served, or maybe there's family favorites and such. So, so how do you handle that? So today we're going to talk about all kinds of travel. So first of all, one of the things I I frequently tell clients because travel is complicated enough, right? I mean, I always manage to forget something. Um, (laughs) I tell my husband, like, I am consistent. I always forget something. Um, And so there's enough things to going on that you don't need to overcomplicate it with food. So if you're just looking for the simplest, straightforward advice, just remember three things. So if, if you 
really want to keep travel super simple and, and not make it too big of a deal, these three things, if you can, one, drink water every day. Do what you can to get some water in. Have some a glass of water when you first wake up. Have water with meals. It's, it's easy to get dehydrated and like extra dehydrated when you're traveling because you've got lots of extra things going on. Water's not top of mind. So try and make an extra effort to drink some water. Step two, see if you can get in some intentional movement each day. That can be stretching. That can be going for a walk. It doesn't have to be going down to the hotel gym and like busting out a you know massive workout. Just do something intentionally to move your body. That can help you feel a little bit kind of more in your groove, more in your system. Now, some some travel is you know has exercise and movement baked into it, which is great that you're already set. But if you're let's say going to the beach or something try to do something that is intentionally moving every day. Like I said, it doesn't have to be massive, but just reminding yourself, I'm not completely checking out. I'm doing little things that I can to kind of stay on track. And then finally, the third thing is if you can have a vegetable or a salad once a day, doesn't have to be huge, doesn't have to be a big deal, but try and intentionally have one salad or one vegetable during your day. If you can remember those three things, water, movement, salad, try and do those each day, you're going to be set. Like that is plenty to keep you mostly on track during your travel so that you're not going to come back from your trip and be like, wow, I completely undid all of my progress from the last month. If you're looking for a bonus tip in there, um, uh, another tip to try and sneak in is sleep. Uh, I don't know about you, but I am a light sleeper and you know, trying to get quality sleep while I'm traveling is not the easiest thing to do. So do what you can to get some decent sleep. That will help you. Water and sleep are some of the best weight loss tools to help keep you uh, in the right frame of mind to make positive choices. And so that has been my go-to advice for travel, those three things, water, movement, salad, for a long time, which is great. And it definitely can do the trick. However, sometimes people are looking for a little bit more detail. Uh, And like I said, prior, there's different kinds of travel. So let's go into a little bit more detail on the different kinds of strategies that you might want to uh, think about, depending on the kind of travel you might be doing this summer. So let's take the first one. Let's say you're traveling to a city and you've got favorite restaurants or special restaurants that you want to enjoy, or uh, there's, you know, special breakfast food or whatever it is, like there's something about the trip that the food feels special. No problem. So what would you feel happy about when you are returning from your trip? What would you be glad that you enjoyed? What would you regret? Try and identify a special meal of the day. Like maybe, again, you've got that breakfast food. So what was special about it? And then try and have lighter meals the rest of the day. Or if you know that you're going to a special restaurant uh, in the evening, try and um make the rest of your meals and you know, the breakfast and lunch a little bit lighter and then have your special meal in the evening. Um, one of my clients was talking about, uh, you know, she likes to eat salad, but you know, she doesn't want to waste a salad on kind of like a wimpy salad, you know, like the lettuce is all wilted and the croutons are stale or what have you. And so my client was saying, I'd like to order a salad, but I want to make it worth it. And so we brainstormed a solution, uh, which was that 
when there's a salad on the menu, like, you know, the the Caesar chicken salad or the Southwest Caesar, whatever it is, um, she could ask the waiter and say, you know, she could explain that she wanted to have a salad, but she wanted it to be worth it. And she could ask the waiter to please describe the salad. Is it is it amazing? Is it great and really rich, de- you know, delicious veggies? Or is it kind of plain and just sort of an afterthought? And so that helped her feel really prepared to be able to order the meal at a restaurant that she knew she would enjoy. And she wouldn't be, quote, like wasting a meal on a salad that wasn't worth it, that she could feel confident that if she was going to get a salad, it would be one of those really amazing ones and not just an afterthought. Another thing we talked about is um, she, this, this client that went to New York, she was talking about how there was this really great breakfast food. And she's like, you know, I just love breakfast food. And so each day I kind of enjoyed some of the special stuff that was there for this breakfast food. And we said, okay, that's that's fine. But how do you feel about it now that you're home? And she was like, well, I, I kind of overindulged. I probably didn't need to have it every single day. So for you, when you're, you're traveling, and if there is a special kind of food, ask yourself, like have a conversation with your future self identify what's that special thing. Do you want to have it every day with the you a week from now or you know four days from now when you get home, be glad that you had it every day? Or is it something that you want to choose to have one day or two days or three days and just really just be super present and enjoy the heck out of that special food? But then the other days, maybe maybe you don't need that big heavy meal. Any answer is fine. Any choice is totally okay. But give yourself the gift of having a conversation with future you and asking, what would I be glad I chose? And what would I be glad I enjoyed? And what would have felt like too much? What would I regret? So that's kind of how to game plan for a trip to a city. Now, another kind of travel involves road tripping, or you're driving from place to place. And Typically, when you're on the road, you don't have the healthiest options. You know, there's a lot of fast food types of places. And so what you can do is another thing there is also you don't necessarily know what is going to be available when you happen to choose to stop, you know, 133 instead of stop 137. So what you can do is identify, okay, what are the types of fast food places that are likely to be available? So if you're driving in the United States, you're probably going to have your, you know, your McDonald's, your Burger King, your Wendy's. Um, those are the typical kind of fast food places. Or perhaps kind of a slightly leveled up would be something like um, a Chipotle, a Moe's, a Panera. And so what are the types of restaurants? Oh, Chick-fil-A, by the way, is another one. So what are the types of restaurants that are most likely going to be available for you when you're on the road? Then think about what is the healthiest option I would be okay with at one of those places. So for example, surprisingly, Wendy's has a really great salad. Um, McDonald's, it's been a while, but I don't think so quite so much. And so decide in advance, what is uh, something that you might be able to order that is a little bit of a level up? Um, You don't give yourself the story of, well, I don't have any other options, so I have to get the burger and fries. Is, Is that something that you would be glad for? And also, Unlike the trip to the city where it's a special restaurant and a special meal, McDonald's is not necessarily a special meal. And so it's not necessarily something that you're going to be like, "Mm, 
you know, I just loved the heck out of that Big Mac. It was so unique and divine with the way they did the sauces and, you know, like it's, it's a Big Mac. So ask yourself, is it going to be worth it to have the, the, you know, the less healthy choice? Or in that case, you know, going back to my client who was talking about the wimpy salad, you know, maybe a wimpy salad is better than a Big Mac in that case. Maybe not. Again, have a conversation with your future self and what would you be glad you chose? What would you have really, really enjoyed? And what would have been too much? What would you have regretted, you know, 10 days from now? Um, now, a lot of people love the fries at the fast food places. And that's awesome. Great. Again, ask yourself kind of like that special breakfast food. Do I want to have fries at every single stop that we stop at? Or do I want to choose to have it once or twice on our trip, maybe three times. And just when I have them, it's like, mm, this is so good. This treat, I just love it. And then that's good. Again, any answer is okay. Any choice is fine, but give yourself the gift of thinking about it ahead of time. And what would you be happy about looking back? Be that like, I really loved it and enjoyed it. Or what would you regret when you're looking back a week from now? Then finally, the other kind of travel is when you're going to somebody's house. This can be tricky (laughs) because you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. um, But usually it's not necessarily your normal food. Um, You know, and you kind of wonder, like, if I don't really eat much, will they be offended? Will someone's feelings get hurt? It can be it can be challenging. So first, take into account whose house it is. So for example, in the in the summertime, in the 4th of July, we go to visit my parents. And that's fine, because I can just tell her, you know, can we have a salad? Can we have a vegetable? Um, you know, she, she asks, what would you guys like to eat? And so it's very easy for us to kind of meld in some healthy eating with their normal way of eating. And it's a, a good balance, a good compromise. If I'm visiting a friend, uh, I tend to say like, if you're feeding me, I am not going to complain, whatever it is, I will eat it. And so in those cases, um, when I don't really have any control over what is served, I manage my portions. And I work on loading up on vegetables or the healthiest possible option first. And then think about what are those worth it foods? Uh, like, for example, my mom makes awesome cookies. I, I just love cookies. Like I can say no to cake and ice cream. I'm good. But when it comes to cookies, look out. And so those are the foods for me. Cookies are worth it. Like I, I yes, I am raising my hand. Serve me up some of those. But I can plan ahead for that kind of type of food. I'm not going to eat, let's say the ice cream, just because everyone else is having it. I've thought ahead on what's the food that I want to have because it is worth it. And what's the food that I might be tempted to have just because it's there, just because everyone else happens to be having it. So give yourself that gift again of thinking through what are the things that are going to be amazing and worth it. And what is something that might just be present, but I don't have to have it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily like, you know, it's, it's not something that I always look forward to. It's just there. And so decide ahead of time, is it worth it? Have a conversation with your future self. How much would be enough? How much would you have had that was like, ah, oh, that was the perfect amount. I loved it. And how much looking back when you've been like, I really could have skipped that second cookie, or in my case, like the seventh cookie. (laughs) You know, we all have our boundaries, right? So moving forward from the trip, one thing that I was talking with my client about is that 
when you travel, the sort of looser habits that you may have picked up while you've been away can kind of tend to bleed into the week after you get home. And that definitely happens to me, you know, where, you know, I've been snacking a little bit more or, you know, maybe eating a little bit uh, larger portions. And so it's kind of hard to kick that habit that I picked up on the time that I was away, even though it wasn't that much time. And there's a very logical reason for that, because old patterns are wired in our brains and neurons that wire together, fire together. And so old habits are still myelinated. In other words, that pathway is still there in your brain, even though you've been practicing newer, healthier habits the old ones don't just disappear. They're still there. So when you're traveling, your brain has kind of reverted back to that old pathway. Nothing's gone wrong. It's very normal. But when you get home, your brain doesn't automatically be like, okay, we're home now. So we're going to switch back to the new healthy pathway. It's like, we're on our old pathway. I'm into routine. Let's rinse and repeat this as much as possible because brains like patterns. They like routines. So If you've gotten back from your trip and you've found that some of those less than healthy habits have crept in, first of all, try and identify what what is it that you have adopted that you'd like to kind of curb a little bit. So for example, maybe you're snacking a little more often. Maybe the chips and the cookies have, have crept in even now that you're home, or perhaps you're having dessert on a regular basis. Think about what do you want to keep and what has just become kind of autopilot because you're tired or you're wrapped up in a pattern. Um, So for example, when I was talking with my client, she was like, you know, I I think the snacking is just, it's become a little bit of a habit. It's not something I super love or super enjoy or look forward to. It's just sort of there. And so by bringing that up into her awareness, she was able to identify, it didn't mean that much to her. And she could just put a little bit of conscious thought to it. And it was, she was able to get her, her self back into her healthy pattern of eating. And then secondly, what do you enjoy about your normal, healthy way of eating? Lean into that. Like bring that into your awareness. Lean into into the desire to enjoy that healthy food and that healthy feeling. What do you like about it? What feels good? Disrupt that auto pattern that has, uh, you know, kind of crept into your pathways while you're away. Disrupt that automatic pattern so that you can you know, kind of put a break in that thought and get back into your conscious, healthy way of eating that you want to. And also know that it is completely okay and normal that you've slipped into an old automatic pattern. It's okay. It's normal. It happens to all of us. You have not fallen off the wagon. Nothing has gone wrong. It's simply a question of proactively making a little bit of a healthier choice um, on on a small, tiny bit, a little bit at a time. And then the last thing is the aftermath. And I'm talking like literally math after your trip. So do the math before you leave. What I'm talking about is plan ahead. When you get back from a trip, you're probably going to be a little tired. And when you're tired, you're less likely to want to whip up, you know, a super healthy meal. You're much more likely to be like, I'm super tired. Can we just have pizza? So before you go, plan ahead for the easy meals that you want to have when you get home. Make a quick meal plan for like, all right, the first three days when we get back, I'm going to have, you know, turkey and rice and then chicken with broccoli and then we're going to have some burgers. Like whatever it is, make it easy and as, you know, a little bit of a level up can absolutely go a long way. But plan ahead and shop ahead if you can 
for the foods you want to have after the trip so that you don't have to use mental energy when you're tired to try and figure out how am I going to get back into my healthy habits when I'm already pretty tired. So this is all about doing your future self a favor. Okay, so if you are thinking that you want to put a tiny confident body action step into practice this week, here it is. Think about your next trip coming up. What kind of trip is it? Is it a trip to a city with special kinds of food? Is it a road trip where you're going to have like McDonald's and fast foods and so forth? Or are you going to someone's house? Think about it ahead of time. What are the foods that would be really worth it? What are the choices that you would feel really glad for after you got home that you're like, oh, no, I just super enjoyed that meal. And what choices would be the ones that were just because, because they were there, that you kind of maybe wish you could have back when you're reflecting back on your trip after you got home. Give yourself the gift of a little forethought instead of just telling yourself, oh, well, it's vacation. It's too hard to eat well on vacation. You don't have to give up. You can completely make vacation work for you. And once again, if you want to keep it simple, just go with those top three water movement salad. By the way, there's a whole section in my book about, um, it's called the imperfect toolbox. And it's got tools for various different things like travel when you're away from home and in a different environment. So if you're interested in a imperfect toolbox for the various strategies uh, and when life is real and messy and uh, not uh, perfectly on a diet, please go check out my book called You Are a Miracle on Amazon. And if there's anything in this episode that's helped you, I would love for you to write a review on iTunes. For example, a huge thank you to C. Kim, who wrote, wow, just listening to the first four minute episode, I was like, number one, how does she know me? Number two, how is she in my head? And number three, I'm not the only one that feels this way. I totally love the advice. It's like talking to a best friend. And the best part is it's simple steps. I love that episodes are 20 or 30 minutes, which is my morning commute. I'm excited to listen to them again and see what else I can get out of each episode. Thank you for doing these podcasts. We'll see Kim. Thank you for writing that review. Yes, let's be friends. I so appreciate it. Thank you. We are all in this together. Thank you so much for writing your review. And remember, before we go, love yourself all the time. When you're home, when you're traveling, when you're stressed, when you make mistakes, loving yourself means loving all of you, no matter where you are, because you are worthy and enough exactly as you are. That is what I've got for you today. I will see you next time. Thanks so much for listening today. If you're feeling like maybe you're ready to take what you're learning here on the podcast to the next level, then let's work together. Everyone has a unique story and unique challenges, and there is no one size fits all program that works for everyone. We can co-create the goals and accountability that work specifically for you so that you can feel free of all the mind chatter around your body and start feeling confident in your skin. And most importantly, stop waiting to participate in life until after you lose weight. Listen, you were created for a reason. God does not make mistakes. You have something special and unique that only you can bring to the world. If you'd like to explore what that might look like for you, please go to my website and schedule a free call at confidentbody.coach. <laughs> or if you're an introvert like me and you just like us to get to know each other a little bit, then send me an email at lizzie at confidentbody.coach. 
Remember, the world needs what only you can bring. So don't wait. We're counting on you. You are a miracle. So shine your light today.